I used to be loved. I used to be a kid detective. We're all really counting on you. I was so far ahead of the game. But one day I just woke up behind. This guy in my homeroom claims he's practiced with the Mets. I need to find out if he's lying. He's lying. So what can I help you with? Somebody murdered my boyfriend. Seriously? Pretty seriously. He was stabbed 17 times. Is it possible he was involved in drugs? No, he would never do drugs. Gambling? No, he would never gamble. Demon worship? No, he would never worship a demon. Here comes the kid detective. Someone's following us. This isn't safe. They're trying to see how my head works. Somebody's testing me. So welcome to uh, Moving Radio, CJSR. I'm Lindsay Campbell, one of the contributors to Moving Radio, and I'm here with Mark Davies again. And today we are doing another segment of Thanks Telefilm. Uh, although today, instead of a Thanks Telefilm, we have a Thanks Telefilm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how are you doing, Mark? I'm, I'm good. I think, Lindsay, this is our third or maybe fourth time where we've... Uh, talked about a Canadian film and I always kind of broach you with the idea and you know you send me on my homework assignment to watch the film and uh, you suggested we do The Kid Detective which was a film that came out in 2020 and it kind of flew under my radar and I think obviously the point being was 2020 was when kind of the pandemic was uh, you know upon ourselves so I didn't even really hear about this film but I must say I was pleasantly surprised and really appreciative that you suggested that we uh, take the time to talk and celebrate a film of this nature from Canada. Yeah, you know, I thought we should change it up a bit because we've had a couple conversations about some real duds. But uh, The Kid Detective was actually one of my favorite things that I saw in 2020. And I'm not exclude I'm not excluding the rest of the world and saying favorite Canadian thing. I mean, this was one of my favorite things I saw in 2020. It just came out of nowhere. I saw it at work. And now I'll, I'll tell people that they can find it on Crave. So it's quite easy to find. But yeah, did you not really enjoy The Kid Detective? Well, I did. And, you know, I think the first thing we should allow for the millions of listeners is let them know the elevator pitch for the movie. And I don't know if you'd agree with this, but I would say it's a Disney film that meets film noir that meets a music video that you would have seen on much music in the 1990s. Am I hitting all the bases there or what do you think? Kind of, that's kind of accurate. It, it, yeah, let's give a little synopsis of what The Kid Detective is about. So The Kid Detective is about this guy who's, uh, his name is Abe, Abe Applebaum, and he uh, lives in a, a small town where as a, a young kid and a, you know, a teenager, he solved local crimes of all sorts. But there was a, a girl that went missing when he was a kid. She was never found. And he's kind of always been obsessed with trying to, you know, he's always thinking about that case. But anyways, now he's like 32 and he is a, detect a detective still in this small town, still with these like small time cases, when suddenly the absolutely fantastic Sophie Nelize comes in and hires him to, to solve the murder of her boyfriend. And so she's a high school student. And then it kind of gets... Uh, tangled up and twisted and dark but it's also really funny <laughs> it's got a good mix it does and you know what I'm, I'm gonna segue off your kind of your comedy or kind of the funny 
poignancy of the film. Like what I wanted to do was to discuss this film, you know, you can Google CRTC and they kind of have these requirements of what makes a Canadian production. And uh, by all means, you, uh, you guys can look it up. There's usually four points. So I had kind of four things that I wrote down while I was watching the film. And uh, I think comedy would be kind of a good jump off because I thought there were some really funny moments in the film and yeah. never felt that the comedy was cheap or not earned. I yeah. thought the comedy was always obtuse. It was always mm. uh, relevant and really just um, uh, how would I situational was probably the best way to describe it. Like, I think one of my favorite scenes is when, and this isn't a spoiler, but uh, when he realizes he's, he's being tailed by his parents during a car chase scene and he gets out and he recognizes them. I, I laughed out loud. So I thought the comedy was really, really good. Yeah, there are some really good bits in, in this film. Some of them are not, we can't actually say the words that they say, but there are some really good bits uh, in this film. I highly recommend it. This one is a real like, thank you, Telefilm, for, for doing this. Well, and you probably have a bit more history or a bit more knowledge, but I mean, how many Telefilms are usually comedies? Like, I, I can't really even think any off the top of my head. You know, not many. We get horror and sci-fi so much. It's always the genre stuff. And I, and honestly, I've actually seen two really good, um, like, horror-y kind of things lately as well. But it's always genre stuff. I wanted to talk a bit about the performances. And before I do that, I have to actually thank you as well, because this movie had a kind of a dichotomy viewing experience for me, because I know my wife uh, had a big crush on Adam Brody when he was on oh. the OC back uh, in 2004. So while I was watching this movie, I had not conflicting feelings, but it was just certainly a weird moment in the Davies household, uh, knowing the affinity she had for him. But I thought the performances were very uh, reserved, but not in a negative way, but kind of understated and nothing that was over the top. And it felt very Canadian in terms of the performances themselves, because I've always kind of thought of, you know, Canadian movies like Why Shoot the Teacher? And most mm -hmm. of the people, their feelings aren't, aren't loud and verbose, but you can more see the inner turmoil inside of them. So that's kind of my second point that I wanted to bring up. Like, what kind of were your thoughts on some of the performances? I agree. The The performances are fantastic. There's It's a really good cast. We've got so many excellent Canadian actors, including uh, Wendy Crewson and C. Ma. I have to say it does, and it's not a knock at all, but it does have one of the trappings that I find of uh, telefilm films is that there's always a B-list uh, American in the lead role. They never fill it with a Canadian. That's a, that's a, you know what, and I didn't even think about that. I thought Adam Brody, though, uh, and as he said, it's not a knock. He, he was good. I thought he was That's actually, fantastic. yeah, he, he was really good in that role. And yeah. shout out, I like how you mentioned Sima. Like, if anybody wants to go down the rabbit hole of IMDb, uh, Google his, his uh, IMDb and you'll be like, oh, yeah, I remember him from all those films and this film that I've seen in the past and so forth. Yeah, he's in a lot of stuff. And I off the cuff recommend uh, Meditation Park is another great little Canadian film that he's in. Is he he's is he a Canadian actor? I see him in Canadian stuff a lot, so I presumed well, he was, but yeah. you know what? I'll look it up. The third point I wanted to talk about, I actually heard this on a podcast, you know, just last week, but there's an excellent article, if anybody gets a chance, to read on The New Yorker. And I don't know if you've heard about this. It's kind of been going viral. And 
I know a lot of people kind of in the film blog, blog sphere are talking about it. It's the case against the trauma plot. And it mostly, the article pertains mostly to productions, you know, from the Hollywood perspective. But, you know, of course, this movie has trauma as a huge uh, theme within it as the child detective uh, loses one of his best friends growing up and how he kind of, um, you know, is able to deal with the trauma. But what I wanted to say was what was interesting to me is I almost feel Canadian films have been dealing with the trauma plot even before, you know, an article like The New Yorker comes along and talks about it. You know, I can think of like kind of, you know, films such as Adam McGowan's The Sweet Hereafter, who, you know, obviously talked a lot about trauma. But typically I find in Canadian films, a huge theme of it uh, is dealing with trauma and kind of um, the existential questions that surround it. So I, I thought that was really interesting, I, I, you know, that kind of this article came out, but, you know, a Canadian film of, of this nature uh, existed in 2020. Yeah, Canadian films deal with a lot of trauma. <laughs> we really, sure. really constantly reckoning with this like trauma. Um, I was completely incorrect. Sima is, he was from Hong Kong, but he grew up in New York. So oh, okay. not, not Canadian, but not he's Canadian. wonderful in Meditation Park, which is a Canadian film. So there you go again, another American and a Canadian film. My final point, you know, talking about Canadians uh, contributing to the film, I thought the music was a really uh, great balance between comedy and drama. And I felt that if the music wasn't, and I don't know, want to use the word upbeat, but kind of uh, unique in the way it presented itself. I thought the film could have had a much darker tone. Like, I think the music was able to balance kind of the heaviness of the film and the lightness at the same time. And uh, I've, I'm not familiar with this Jay McCarroll's work, but, you know, excellent job by, by him uh, with, the, with the balancing act between the two elements. Oh, absolutely. In fact, it's it's quite plucky at parts. Without saying anything about the end, I'll just say the music at the very end of the film is perfect. It's perfection. That that end scene. That it is perfection. I think <laughs> what I want to do is wrap it up is you said, thank you, Telefilm, but actually thank you. And maybe do you want to kind of elaborate to the listeners what you meant by that? Because I, I think I know what you meant by it, but what your thoughts are on the industry of, of Canadian films and you know what it means to be able to watch them and stuff. I think in case nobody's ever heard our, our segments before, for some reason, Canadian films seem to get funding from Telefilm to be to finish. It seems like there's finishing grants or something that's going on where you can get funding for your genre picture if you can promise it's going to be on sci-fi or Super Channel or something. And so we see a lot of really poorly done often to hysterical and hilarious uh, consequences, unfortunately. But you know what? Um, before 2020, Telefilm put forward a mandate that they were going to make sure that 50% of all of their film funding from 2020 on would be for you know BIPOC and women filmmakers. Uh, so I've been actually seeing a ton of really, really good Indigenous stuff coming out lately, finally, where mm -hmm. we used to see maybe one every once in a while. Now I've seen like maybe three or four this year so far and they've all been good you know what I appreciate too about these type of conversations Lindsay is you know I hope I always say the millions of listeners that are tuning into the program you know if there's one person that goes to watch this film 
that that's a great thing because I hadn't even heard of it until you introduced it to me. And, you know, obviously it's, it's cliche to say, but the more Canadians that are watching Canadian films only helps, you know, kind of the discussion of our, our culture and, and our heritage. And it makes me proud to be Canadian. When I see something like this, I'm like, yeah, damn straight. This yeah. movie's a little weird. It's a little funny. Yep. Uh, it's a little mysterious. And, you know, I kind of sometimes feel that myself, you know, when I'm, you know, <laughs> thinking of Canadians and, and what I am as an individual. So shout out to the Canadian film industry. Absolutely. Let's keep it goofy and weird, but maybe a little twisted and dark at the same time. For sure. And thank you for Christian for always allowing us to uh, kind of, you know, discuss whatever films we have on our on our minds. Yeah. So everybody should go on to Crave and find The Kid Detective. It's from 2020. It was directed by Evan Morgan. It's got Adam Brody and some people you'll probably recognize. And it's super fun. Don't wait. Don't wait. Go see it now. Watch it.